Hello, this episode is a little bit more adult, so if you're listening around young children, you might want to give this episode a miss, or plug in those earphones. Now, on with the show. Episode 14 of the Bonfire Banter podcast, where we're going to be talking about transferable skills. I am with me, Matthew. Me, I am. Just like every time coffee. I keep doing this, I keep getting this. Hello, you're here at podcast of Bonfire Banter. Yes. We are here with two weirdos that can't talk into a microphone and and uh, a stripper. Sorry. That's a way to go. <laughs> we reach a high, but we don't need to do any more episodes. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't, don't need to. Re- quick, quick, quick! The... Come on, they'll get bored. They'll switch off. Come on. Like, that was your cue to like. Yeah, that, 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 that's. Yeah, so me, um, Kimes, Bonfire Cherry, and and Dean. I'm Dean from DG Web Consultancy, drinking cold coffee. <laughs> Starbucks will charge you five quid and call it an iced latte. They would. Yeah. And I'm Candy of Candy Photography and Candy Kisses of Bellis, but mainly here for photography. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so we're going to talk about transferable skills. I'll let you two talk about it first, because you two probably got more to talk about it than I have. You'd be surprised how much you've got. You just don't realise. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, mm-hmm. there's stuff we um, find transferable. We don't generally... I don't think, think we realise we're doing it. I don't think people realise that I think they're like, when you, you know when you ask to write your CV and you're like, I don't know what I've done. Well, you've done a lot because you've got to this point. So that you must have done something. And it's the idea that when you put on the spot, you can't think of it. But some things come naturally to you. There you go. So I, I, I suppose with yeah. mine... One thing I was curious about was, um, have you always just been naturally confident once no. to be on stage? No. No, 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 no. So how did you build that up? Um... I was really, I come from a really bad background, um, um, not so, well, not a happy childhood at all. I know everyone has their story, so mine was just leave mine and not happy. And uh, I was really shy and I was in the military, doing the military um, for something to prove, I think. And I got bullied and it's well documented. Um, and I had a great sergeant, John Lahuke, who I would give a massive shout out to, um, who at the end of my career I got injured and I had to I had to effectively leave as such right. who gave me great courage and I had some great friends um, Steve Short who lives with me live, I live with him now uh, we're like a little we've been friends for gosh gonna be 12 years now and they always encouraged me and I used to have a stutter I was from the west country I used to talk <laughs> you know the film Hot Fuzz yep. that was yep. pretty much like my childhood like with less people dying, obviously. But, um, you know, Village and Bloom for the greater good. I used to be, I used to go, hello, this is SEC re-speaking, oh, may I help you? What, there's sheep on the airfield? Okay. I was really <laughs> like that. And um, I got bullied. And, you know, everyone gets, I think everyone does get bullied. So I was quite into that. And I didn't really relate to girls my own age because I wasn't really interested in boys. I wasn't really interested. I just really liked doing my job. I really liked doing my job. And I met some great career. I mostly worked in very male-dominated environments. So I didn't really do the whole, oh, hi, you know, like flirty. Because I can't flirt with nothing. I'm like a sledgehammer. I'm that wrecking ball that comes in, you know. <laughs> I'm a social hand grenade. I think that's the correct term for me. Um, so I just didn't get it. So 
I started doing stand-up comedy to get some like classes, to get some confidence. And what I realized is you can get a lot, you can get a lot further in life if you're confident. And if you can't, you can learn to fake it. And one of the great techniques is occasionally have eye contact. Just a little bit of eye contact. If you can't do eye contact, look at the ear. If there's a group of people, look at their ear because then people think you're kind of looking at them and you slowly grow up. And also having this persona helps as well because right. you can stand in front of it or behind it. And then knowing the subject you're talking about helps. So you just educate yourself on those things and that's how my confidence grew. But in the military, you can't be shy. I mean, you can a little bit, but it doesn't work well for you. You can't be shy. I mean, on that whole, like, I, I now will think nothing of walking home from Northampton at four o'clock in the morning. I have no issue with walking. I mean, because oh, you shouldn't, blah, blah, blah. Why shouldn't I? I am as much right to walk down there as anyone else. And that's the yeah. confidence side. I mean, it'd be stupid for me to walk for the race course from what I understand, but, you know, I'm not... I wouldn't do that if you, even you paid me. Yeah, but this is it. I just don't... <laughs> I think. It, but... Yeah, I just think... Seriously. Confidence yeah. can set you on the great path of everything. I mean, there's a, there's a fine line between being arrogant and confident, but the way to do that is if you can actually back up your claim, then you're not arrogant. I think you're arrogant when you think you're better than you are and you're not. You know? So, yeah. That's how I did it. Also being surrounded by empowering people. Is that the word? Empowering? I hate that word. Yeah, I think it's the word. It's the M word. Empowerment. And positive. Being positive. If you surround yourself by negative people, you be, I think you pick up on it. It's a bit like a power of osmosis. You pick up on it. If I'm, And everyone's allowed a downtime and, and to be upset about things. But I think if someone is always like, that'll never work. You know, like the Eeyore in the group. It doesn't really work, does it? It, You know, you no. end up getting frustrated or upset or you start thinking the same way. So you just surround yourself with the positive thing. It doesn't have to be just people. And also having the odd Eeyore in your group does help you as well because you start to realise, actually, this could all slip away and I could be back there. So, yeah, being confident is learned. I don't think any... We, as children, are incredibly confident. Our parents praise us if we do our first poo in the potty and yeah. we clap our hands. But suddenly, as we get older and we start meeting other people, it's sort of pushed out of us you know so yeah just be the kid that poos in the potty a lot <laughs> what this makes Sh- sense true, right yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. there you go that's my word of advice i think um retail working retail has helped me uh boost my confidence i was pretty shy during school yeah and that uh, it was when i volunteered at um our local charity shop to get some experience for um to get into retail that helped boost my confidence and more popular. hats off to anyone who works in retail People are dickheads. Yeah. Especially around Christmas. <gasps> the Christmas music coming. What do you mean it's Christmas Eve and you don't have the number one present for me? <laughs> I know, I don't. What? I can't believe you I haven't remember, got this in stock. I remember like, I remember kids' parents queuing up for the tink, what they call the Teletubbies toys. And I was like, I don't understand. I always get really weird when people shout at the sales rep. Like the sales rep woke up one morning and went, yes, Maureen, from number 32, I'm going to ruin your day by not having the Tamagotchi kit in. Like, 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 they, like they think that the sales rep personally went out of their day. And they rip them hard. Like, what do you want them to do? Magic one up? This isn't Blue Peter. We cannot find this stuff laying around and make it have a fairy liquid bottle. I wonder what you know? the phrase is. Wasn't it like um, years ago it was their... Um... Thunderbirds, um, Tracy Island. Tracy Island. Then it was um, Beanie Babies, Thai um, Babies. Furbies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always something. Because we live in a nation where everything's got to be now, now, now. Yes. I mean, just give it like... Uh, my favourite thing about Christmas, and I know we're not talk- like, really talking about Christmas really, <laughs> is that... It can always end up talking about like, you know, it. Parents right. bust a gut to get the present for their kid to open on Christmas Day. And it's all about this one day. 
And everyone goes, Wah! And then by Christmas, everyone's on eBay, eBaying the presents they didn't like. And then they're at, the next day, Boxing Day, they're at the sale for next. The stuff that you didn't want to buy all year round, but because it's in the sale, you suddenly want it. Nothing says togetherness like standing in a queue in the cold. Well, retail, well done, Christmas. Well, retail well nowadays, the best day to uh, the best day to get your uh, Boxing Day offers is Black Friday. That's more or less the same offers they're off on Boxing Day. I just think if I didn't want it the rest of the year, I probably don't want it now because it's £10 off. So. Well, so my granddad's after a new phone and um, a laptop. So I'm saying wait, wait till Black Friday. It's be the best best time to actually get one. <laughs> I just I just find it bizarre that we put all this pressure on this one day and actually by the next day we've forgotten about it yes well, and that's weird is, well personally i've worked in retail about five years the sales just get earlier and earlier it's like yeah boxing day um, um, boxing day is like the dregs isn't it it's like nothing left well, boxing days and uh, black friday is more a stop that um the, so the focus out i'm um, sorry the so the hype out of um, Boxing Day because it's the offers have been done already mm. a couple of days, before, um, months before. Yeah, I get what you say. I mean, I think people just just don't understand. They, I oh, know that they, they do understand, but they feel they need to have the top thing, and then they just sometimes we forget that at the end of the day, this is someone's kid working behind the counter who's just trying to make enough money so that he could pay for Christmas for his family, or you know, go out and get lashed on New Year's Eve. And you're there ripping him apart because the Tamagotchi that's been on sale for the last 10 months that you haven't been able to get for whatever reason, you you wait till the last minute, it's suddenly their fault. You know, and I, retail, people who work in retail are hell, hell. Yes. I don't even like it when I have to complain. I once ate a whole dinner that I knew was raw because I felt awkward about complaining. So, and my thing is, I actually praise staff online. So the Starbucks in Northampton... Um, in the center like I know it's a franchise but there's a young girl there that I praised because she was really helpful with me on something and I go online and I feel like everyone goes on Twitter to, to like be rude and yeah. so I go online trying to be a bit more positive someone's giving me great customer service I make sure they know it there's an amazing guy called Matthew at Sainsbury's where you work yes uh, he's a trolley boy I don't know what I the real name is I haven't met him yet oh my god it might be Michael maybe I've got his name wrong I feel really bad now but um, he um, he always sees me when I'm there he always says hello my friend he's really friendly um, and he always makes sure I want a trolley whether I want one or not and he's lovely and I give him a lot of praise and um, oh, and I love seeing him he actually makes me want to stay shopping at Sainsbury's well, it's because good he, to give he's you so lovely some, it's good to give you something you can't get online yeah I, I mean I'm all about tactile like yeah. I'm a photographer who works in digital but I also believe that you should have tangible product so yeah you need to hold it to see value because everyone now has a camera phone. They see no value in digital files. So they should having something to physically hold to have in your hand is so much more worthwhile. Well, for Christmas, I want to get myself a new camera. So what brought... camera are you looking for? Like a blogging one? Yeah, something like that. Just... You want more of a flip-out screen so you make your job easier. Because yeah. I broke the, um, um, something in, the, in my last one. I haven't got around to my, uh, my, my old Canon and um, I haven't had the money to get... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, no, do you know what? I like Canon. Did I say that? All my Doi. friends are going to kill me. <laughs> no, I, a Canon, I don't... The Unfollow. Gri- no, <laughs> no. The only reason I don't get on with Canon, and it's purely this, obviously we're not talking about the mirrorless systems, I'm talking about the normal, like what you think of as a Canon camera, the big digital SR, is um, the grip is too big for me. I can't quite manoeuvre. Yeah, that's the reason. And also at the time, Nikon had a deal on, that's why I went to Nikon. Yeah, I'm... I'm 
So you used to go yeah. to Jessup's to get my camera. You can still go to Jessup's. Can you want to meet on Keynes? Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they did go. Like some of them went, but yeah. But skiers in Northampton support local skiers. Skiers, skiers. <laughs> yeah, skiers. they do a lot of good things. They're um, amazing. I don't want to say that lightly because they're local. They are really good. Uh, no, other photographer friends are, uh, go get their cameras from. Yeah, there. I go there sometimes. I'm about to part with a thousand pound on a lens. <laughs> Just because I like it, because it's pretty. No, there's a reason. I'm sure. I'll justify it. Go on. So we carry yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah lens parts just... the most costly part often. But the cameras. I've, I've heard it. Uh, do you know lens. what? If mm, uh, camera bodies and then the lens, always invest in your glass, your lens first before you upgrade your body. Um, so for me, I actually think if you really put it down to time spent, I think actually practicing is probably almost expensive because people, people. This is the bit that annoys me. Oh, you take great pictures. Your camera must be really good. <gasps> your car got you here all by itself. You know that. Like, you've got a nice car, it must have got you here. No, the camera only does what I tell it to do. It cannot do anything else. Like, I have to set it all up and do it. It is not like that. I can click it on auto, but pff, it's going to be as rubbish as your phone. So, yeah, it, it makes me laugh when people think that my camera makes my pictures good. No, it's my my eye and my main. And I actually do a thing where I do... Um, there's a great... In fact, forget that. There's a great example of this. There's some Digital Rev do it on YouTube, and it's called um, Pro Photographer crap camera or cheap camera and they give like pro famous photographers kiddie cameras that like cost like five dollars i've heard about that honestly it's one of my best things to watch on youtube well something i want to do um with the instant film cameras i do have instac oh, you know i use that yeah i use that so a lot I wanna, i'm gonna try to use a lot more of my primer and text but then you take a picture of it but then you my... love it because you're holding it then i can then i can do a wall of it in my show yeah got we've got so the wall of wow at the studio where all my clients have one done and it's put on the wall they get one for them and i get and one the downside is the cost but i'm gonna wait to get a paid it in a month and then buy a bulk yeah but this is what i'm saying it's tangible you yes. want it because you're holding it you can't hold a digital file yeah. you can hold a pen drive so a I can USB. Just do a wall of my work yeah, but that's because you want to see it, physically yeah. see it. You you won't appreciate it on a screen, right? So I've got some of my friends yeah. and family and so then and build it with my print work and just so it gives more um makes my work more special, but makes it a bit special. Yeah. Do you yeah. see what I mean? It's tangible. You yes, can physically tangible. hold it so you love it. There you go. I've never had I've never had the reason to use the word tangible before. That's a great word. Though, I don't even it? know what it means. Tangible to hold, to have, to be ah. able to touch. Tangible. Oh. I've learned something new. Yeah, like a physical product, a physical yes. thing. Yeah. Ah. Oh. All right, right. Yeah. Let's, let's just Google this shit. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I don't believe you. I like I it because um. Because of the web design stuff, lots of digital knowledge work, there's not that much tangible stuff. So that's why I do notebooks as a hobby, because I just like it. But people like the sketches when you draw it out. If you just tell them on an email, they don't see it, do they? But when you sketch it out to them yeah. and you show it, they, they, they then get it, don't they? They get it because yeah. they can see it, they can hold it. Somehow holding it, holding the sketch in their hand, they're like, oh, no, I get it. No, I understand. Because somehow they think by osmosis, their hand is picking it up. Did you find tangible? I've got no signal. Shocking it's... signal in here. <laughs> oh, that's what to go into his Wi-Fi. Do you want another Wi-Fi? Oh, I love that we're on the. You have to cut this out the podcast. <laughs> I can't live without my Wi-Fi. I'm so millennial. <laughs> this is all for some millennials, aren't we? Is it Talk Talk? Because that's the strongest one here. Yeah. Okay. Tangible. Yeah, but perceptible by touch. There you go. I didn't even probably it was just as I was typing it up. There you go. Isn't that good? So, so I do. I'm not, I wasn't saying I didn't believe you. Tangible product is the best way. Your business, you should always have samples for people to hold. Yes. Because your business is relying on that. That's what, what is it? I, what did, 
Well, if even you do stay up there, you can easily get changed or who's really going to come around your house and wait You'd outside? You'd be surprised. Someone did that at my old place hmm? downloaded 4K of movies. Yeah, so next time we need to try to do, do a, an episode of the podcast somewhere else. We could try again in the shed if you like. You can get me in your shed. We can, we, take, we can take over your studio. You can do it in my studio if you want. Somewhere different. Yeah, yeah, of course it's you just can. Find different, we, did, we do it in different places, the best of the places we can find. <laughs> yeah, it was something like in a box, but uh, yeah, we'll see what we can do. No, you can do it in the training room area, I guess. So about, we'll talk oh. about your, um, t- uh, your transferable skills. Yeah, well... If it helps, I've, I've got, it's in your notes. It is. <laughs> That's why I print, I print all these notes out to help these these two and they don't bother to bloody use it. Oh, yeah, but the thing is, oh, we love a tangible product. Look, it's all well, printed it's a, well, it's out. A, well, it's a souvenir. Ah, we okay, so what's the say? Well, this is what Dean wrote up. Yeah, you well... That was actually I'm just me. To that in a second. Just don't be rude. Your printer's gone a bit funny on that second line. That's good. I didn't print it. I, did, I printed it. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Tangible products. Okay. I get to the shout words after this. How come I've got free tangible products? Because well, it's what blame well, no. Dean. Uh, you said you can add more to it. This, was that, this wasn't really intended to be for Matt, if that makes sense. I what? only have free skills. <laughs> well, no. This was me trying to just brainstorm on a mind oh, okay. map. Things you only came to... up with this yesterday. <laughs> I love Pretty permission. much. Okay. I was thinking, hmm. Okay, well, so I've been in self-employed for the last 12 years, on and off. I know, I was in the military, but I was self I was uh, uh, self-assessing for the last 12 years, roughly. Right. I've been a while, so, yeah. I also teach, I've also got a HR background, so I'm bang hot on employment rights and what you can and can't do. I also teach social media and social media marketing. And, um, yeah, my business is a bit of a success, which might be a touch wood, keep going. So I've been award-winning in both my businesses. So, yeah. That's excellent. There's transferable skills for you. Biatch. Yes. Take your free and ram them. But um, I was also thinking, for example, you you do burlesque. Yep. And you do photography. Yep. You're kind of looking at things from both sides in yep. terms of crafting the stage versus... Um, Creating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you create the creative process, obviously, for the stage. But it's quite nice to be behind the camera if you like the technical side as well as the glittery side. But you do both, actually, in photography and in burlesque. You have to do the technical side. I can't get on stage unless I've got loads of the admin side sorted. So I do have to be my own PR agent. I do have to be my own accountant. I do have to be my own insurer broker. I do have to be my own assistant. I do have to do my own contracts. I have to do be my own HR department. You know, like, everything's done by contract and legally. So be surprised. You just see the glamour. I make it look so good, it's easy. That's the whole idea of it, isn't it? You make life look easy. That's what Instagram's about. You polish the turd until it looks shiny. So, did you sneeze earlier or, or hiccup? It's only because your mascara's messed up. Oh, yeah, probably. That's just only, that's only no Thanks what I for say. that. That's really nice of you. What? <laughs> your face looks like a potato. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt there. I'm going to look now. Or it could be the shadow. <clears throat> Sorry, what? <laughs> not your friend anymore. No, my face just looks like shit, mate. Oh, it's... No, it's the shadow. Sorry. You are tall back. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the last time I'm talking to you. You, you can second me off on my... on my um when, when I'm wearing it, you can do that. You not can't that. see my cold death stare listeners, but there's one going on. I'm not, I'm not going to be alive for the next podcast, so anybody wants to take over I'm going to wear me. a new skin suit. <laughs> <Sexy>. <laughs> skin suit. Okay, yeah. That's your Halloween cost. Halloween costume. I told him I'm going as Donald Trump. Scary. 
Don't trunk skin suit. Or, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's that's just nuts. A step too far. I don't want to wear that man's skin. Also, look at the colour of it. Like that. Whoever does his fake tan needs slapping. That is not a good match. Carry on. You've lost the track, haven't you? You were talking about transferable skills and the craft that I do on both sides. Yeah, so um, I've completely lost what I'm thinking of. Okay, transferable <laughs> skills. So I'll go. Most yeah, yeah, people yeah. don't realise how many transferable skills they got because they honestly look at themselves as like this two-dimensional creature. And they're like, oh, I, 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 I work in accounting, so all I'm good at is numbers. Well, no, you're not. You can get to work on time, right? You deal with a vast amount of data input. There's other transferable skills. You have to be incredibly organised to be an accountant. Those are transferable skills, not just being good at numbers. So it's transferable. You can move it across. Like, I was, I'm ex-military. I'm disciplined. But that isn't... I didn't just learn from the military. I'm also... You notice I was early today. Yeah. I'm always early because I think my time... I can waste my own time. I cannot waste anyone else's time. That is not right. So if I am... If I arrive... You say meet at two. I meet at two. That's me late. I need to be there ready to meet you at two. Yeah? Because if I'm delayed, I'm wasting your time. I hate being late for anything. I absolutely hate it. And I'm so grovelly apologetic about it if I'm ever late. And it normally is because, like, Armageddon's broken out or, you know, there's been a massive pileup on the M1. Hopefully never. But, you know, those things happen. And I don't... There's the discipline side. Also, I have bills that need paying. There's no one else who's going to pay them. I don't have no sugar daddy bankrolling me. Oh, please. Please, I'm taking uh, applications. Um, you must be really not caring where your money goes. <laughs> um, I, I, I am completely self-funding. I have to do everything. And if those bills don't get paid, my doggies don't get food. Okay, my doggies always get, my dogs eat better than me. But bills don't get paid and I'm out on my ass. Everyone is pretty much one paycheck away from homelessness. I am never going to be in that position. I do not want to ever be in that position. You know, there's great other positions I love to be. I'm joking. But, you know, if the money doesn't come in, there's no one to blame but myself. Very true. So that's why I do it. I have bills and I have to keep up with it. I like the lifestyle I lead, so I make sure I can maintain it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm disciplined. And I write down how much I've got to make each month. And I have it on a board. And I cross off when I like how much left I've got to make, how much more I've got to make. And it drives you. I've got, I don't know, £500 to make. Right, I've made 400 Whoa, just another £100. Now I'm like, well, last month I beat my target by 200 Well, this month I'm going to be by 300 But that is what keeps you motivated. I'm not money-driven, but I have bills to pay. Anything on top is cream on the cheese or the cheese on the cream or the icing on the... I don't care. It's extra. Yeah? Never got the expression, the cream on the cheese. That is an expression. I lied and got it wrong, but I was just styling it out. But thanks for believing my <laughs> bullshit. Want to be mayo on the cheese? Ew, mayo is devil juice. It's horrid. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I hate mayo. I hate mayonnaise. And my mum, she doesn't like um, she's um, she doesn't like blood, so she doesn't like tomato ketchup. I like, like tomato ketchup tomato. if it's freezing cold on hot chips. <gasps> well, where is your like? You had, you had some um, um, mayonnaise. Um, what was it? He moved the... it because he heard how. No, what, what was mayonnaise. It? I love that this has gone off on a tangent. <laughs> this happens a lot. This is do what they, your listeners like the tangents, or do they get bored? I with believe them? they do. I think that's one of the main things. You it's see like what dad happens. Time. We, it's good that you, you keep you keep putting us back on tangents. Yeah, because we've one... dragged this podcast on for nearly two hours. Yeah. Previous one, yeah. <laughs> and you told me it'd be like two hours max. You're the one who keeps on going that's on. That's because you... I give you good content. Look at us whinging. We should be married by now. I know. It's... Bickering. We should just do this again on the date. No, I think my boyfriend might object to that. I forgot you do have one. Yeah. I've never actually you, asked. You met him. Have I? Yeah, the really yeah. heavily tattooed bloke who looks like Snape from Harry Potter. Oh, that's him. 
No, no, it's just some random snake lookalike I brought along. No, I d- honestly didn't know. <laughs> oh, I'm really private about my private life. Oh, I honestly never knew that. Did, so who did you think he was at the, the network? I thought it was just some bloke who owned a business. Of, um, well, he does. But, yeah. But oh, that's something I honestly never knew that. Look how hot I am, like I've been single. <laughs> Do you know what? I have been more single than I have ever been dating. There's love on the ricket there. It, I know, look it's at that never red. gone that high. I know, it's because I'm very high. Um, no, I'm really private about my private life because a lot of my life is public. earphone users at that point. Sorry, yeah. Um, uh, I'm really private about my private life because I'm really public about the rest of my life. Of course, yeah, that's understandable, yeah. I did think you met him, though. I introduced him to you. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. knew I had a boyfriend. Yeah. See? I didn't know. Yes, yeah, uh, stop writing, biatch. <laughs> Damn, my hopes and dreams have been dashed. Seriously, I would ruin your life. Your business would go great because I'd be constantly kicking the head. You'd be, take, you'd be taking it over. No, I wouldn't. Like... I never take over. I like to empower. I hate that word. I like to boost. I like to be your Red Bull in your motivation. Why do you hate the word? Um, because it's become too cliche and people use it like... People use it to describe all sorts of things and sometimes I think it takes it away when it's overused. So it's trivialised. Yeah, it's trivialised. It's like when people say, people use the word depression trivially and there are people who, where there's real depression and there are people suffering. And some people, like one of my friends just goes, oh my God, I'm so depressed because my nails aren't working, right? And I was like, my mate is clinically depressed and is being medicated. And I just, I was like, you just trivialised that whole word which trivialises her illness. I'm like, yeah, there's certain words I just, ugh. I hate that word rapey. I hate that word rapey. I hate making, he's so rapey. Um, ah! It's a real crime. Don't yes. trivialise it by using words like, he's that rapey. He's a dickhead. It's fine. <laughs> but he's that rapey. Like, rape is a horrific crime. Don't make it out to be like a little throwaway word. It's not even a funny word. You know, there's no word that makes rape funny. Should I move on to the... Sorry. Uh, should I move on I'll to the... I'll get that sh- off my soapbox. <laughs> should I move on to the shout So We've got nothing else to finish, um, talk about after, then we can end it. Got, no, no, we'll keep talking about transferable skills. Oh, we could do that. No, yeah. Well. Yeah. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll, let, I'll save the shout-outs till last. Or should I do them now? What's the transferable skills? Wait, you're advertising another networking group? No. There are perks for The Christmas network. networking group. Oh. <laughs> yeah, quick networking group. It's all good. Oh, yeah, yeah this, this is this from the, from the previous episode. Okay, you're going to have to edit that bit out because I was reading the wrong page. <laughs> okay, transferable skills. Right, when people go to business, this is why networkings are really good, okay? This Transfer- connects to our previous episode. No, I know. So you should be reading, listening on. So networking is really good because you can find out what you might not be great at, someone else is good at. And that's where you should actually invest in your company and actually invest in your time because your time is very valuable. And sometimes you need to pay someone to do a job that you're not very good at so it's done right and actually you get some free time. Because you having free time, a lot of this work-life balance, if you become jaded by what you do, you pay less attention to what you're doing. So you need to find the work-life balance. And sometimes that means you put your hand in your pocket and pay. And if you can't pay, you do trade. And I mean valuable trade. Don't come at me and go, can you shoot my whole wedding and I'll give you a tote bag? You know, but you can go, can you do me a headshot and I will do X, Y and Z for you. You know, that kind of stuff. That makes sense. But, you know, so you have to find that word advanced. And transferable skills is that sometimes you don't have them, but someone else might have them. Yeah. Also, don't throw away what you you are capable of earning and what you're capable of self-learning. Because when you first start in business, you need to find out all the other stuff. And you might find that you're a forte, you're really good at marketing, or you're, you're a good wordsmith, but you're not very good at creating the marketing material. But you can start looking at people in your similar line of work and seeing what's popular 
And then go, we go, right, so, I know, cups of coffee with inspiration on Monday mornings, because Monday mornings everyone thinks about depressing and low energy. Coffee, that's why it's so iconic with a Monday. Look at this marketing spiel. And then you can go on and go, right, well, I I go to the partridge. Is it, what's it called? Plum partridge. The plum partridge. And they do do great coffee and amazing porridge. Oh, my gosh. I I only went because you were there. (laughs) See, look at that. You should get some plugs for that. So they do great coffee. I don't know about the coffee. (laughs) Oh, you don't drink it, do you? Or tea. Right. Well, well, they do great like. coffee. They do great hot chocolate. Anyway, back on topic. Sorry. They do great coffee. So you could take a picture and overlay that. That's a picture you've created. You've not bought it for anyone else. It's going to be it's going to be perfect for you. But also, when you do that, Plum Partridge are going to see that's theirs. Yeah. And they might share it. Suddenly that network grows because you've realised that you're not great at doing certain stuff, but you know where you go. Yeah. And your skills now are diversifying and going further. And people are like, oh, look, he's really good because he comes into our shop and they want to share you. Yeah. So the idea is actually what you don't have, you can work with to get what you need. They might say to you, oh, thanks for doing that. What Could, could we share something for you? And suddenly you're getting more marketing. You're yeah. not very good at accounting or numbers or keeping track. Someone could tell you, well, what, what I do is I put everything in little envelopes for the month, what I do. And I mark on if they're for the studio or they're for this or they're petrol or whatever. And then you put them in and you might go, okay, that's great. Oh, what I do is I do this. And you can start learning and you don't, transfer skills don't just have to be like what you can do and how you can put them into business, but also what you can offer somebody else. Yeah, I learned a bit of that from uh, Prince's Trust um, workshop I attended earlier yeah. this year. See, that's a great opportunity. You should make more of that. I will do, yeah. So I I'm just want to sort of get back in the routine of things and then go... Every time Prince... you drop the ball, you're starting back at square one. You know that, right? I'm funny. I'm going to get myself... This is my biggest advice for any business is... And I know. And I know because life has got on top of everybody and it's easy for me to sit here and say, I because I don't have children. I'm not married. I run two business. I perform about four nights a week as a burlesque performer. That's a lot. That's all. Don't forget, I have to rehearse and do costumes and yeah. all the other admin that goes with that. I also run a very successful, very successful photo studio, award-winning wedding photographer, award-winning portrait photographer. I also give seminars on photography and I teach social media management and social media, okay? And I do lessons for all sorts. So you have to be present. Even if on your lowest day, you go, do you know what? I can't, I can't face going online. Don't go online. That'd be the worst. But the day we start to feel a bit better, schedule a couple. Give us yeah. don't go straight back into the business. Schedule some work so it shows up when you're not there. Yeah. But actually, one of the best things you can do is actually comment to people. Don't just click like. Show up. Be present in your business. Show people what you're about. Like even if it's just there's a great girl called Jasmine Star. She's on YouTube. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. And she does the thing where she makes coffee on one of the mornings. I think it's a Monday. She's in America, Miami. And she puts her phone up while she's making coffee and she answers everyone's questions while she's making coffee. Mm. One, you're seeing inside of her life. So she's also humanizing her brand, which we talked about in the previous um, episode. Two, she's approachable, becomes iconic and routine. But also she becomes aware of who the regular people are on her Monday meetups. And the idea is they're at the forefront of her business and she talks about them. One shout out from her can boost your boost your stuff. Get involved in the stuff that you want. You like when people go on Instagram and they just post, but they don't comment on anyone else's comment it's a social network be present you like a selfie don't just click like add a comment i know i'm boring you you're stifling you no 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 no, no. i'm not it's not that you know i can't like i don't follow many photographers because 
I don't want me my creative process to be too bogged down with what they do. I like what they do, but I don't want to be like almost like I'm copying them. So I follow a lot of artists. I follow a lot of graf- um, fashion designers. I follow a lot of my clients who are past and future clients who are coming in. I follow a lot of businesses that my clients like and have mentioned to me because I get to see that. I, I My biggest thing is I always follow lots of artists stuff and music festivals because I love them. But that's the idea is that I follow where I get my influences from, which is why I said you should unfollow friends and stuff because yeah. you, you, you know you know it's all good but it's business you either use your social media and yeah. your business as a business account or use it as for pleasure and whatever you yeah. just choose you can't do it for both yeah i, I wrote a blog post of, of last year about it spitting the difference between private and yet um, you didn't do it no i as i've sorted out the two that's how I good the two. good that's why as you how know, long I... goes it take you to sort out the two well i've always had a, a, a personal uh, a personal facebook i've always had yep only, it was only been the past five uh, past five years past five years I had a just um a business to, um to us before I've only recently set up a personal one. Yep. And I've recently only set up a personal Instagram. Okay, from the get-go, from the get-go, when you run a business, you separate your life completely. Yes. And the idea is, is you don't get your mum going onto your, your Instagram going, oh, I remember when you were a little baby. And like, don't forget tea, which my mum has done on mine. <laughs> and the idea is, is that it's a business. Because I effectively say, if I'm not, I don't want to walk into a coffee shop with my business cards and shout out, I've just got my period really loud, right? Because you don't do that, do you? No. So why would you then put that on your business page? So I'm splitting the two. Not that I would ever shout out. But do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Girls bleed, end of. That'd be a great one. Um, but the idea is, is that you can actually start separating the two and then you start feeling like you're going to the office because you know you've got to keep a bit like that. You you know what your brand message is, you know what your business is about. So you know you're not going to do stuff like that. But every now and then let a bit of your personality foot come in. You know, I once I put up something a little while ago asking what's everyone's favorite coffee because I drink way too much. And uh, it didn't stop me drinking way too much, but I found a new flavor I liked and and we had a conversation. Everyone knows I'm batshit crazy about coffee to the point where someone actually sent me a coffee cup. <laughs> so, and I you know, and now I'm in the face of a coffee shop. Um but there's these things that, you know, you show up every sure day. I make sure to buy you some co- coffee beans for Christmas. Oh, I don't think I've got enough caffeine in me. <laughs> I think if you cut me open, it'll be a latte that falls out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think people need to realise that when you go to when you go into work mode, you go into work mode. If you can't sustain that long enough, set a timer. Even if it's only half an hour. Half an hour of work, pure work mode, not Facebook just for fun. You will see the change in your business. And yeah. it is just put a timer if you need to. Like 30 minutes up, done. If you find that you're you're using the 30 minutes up. You found to use that dice. <laughs> yeah, I bought a dice for um for our last guest, but it beeped after after it's um, after a while and yeah. it's pretty loud beep even on, on low settings, so we never bothered to use it. But this is what I mean, did you not get the idea? Do you find yourself distracted by social media? Because Dean, when you're like working, like someone will pop up and uh, talk to you. Yes and no, not really. But uh, my girlfriend talks to me constantly on there, so See, that's just a distraction. I'm sure she's hot and worth it, yay. But you do need to, like, I'm at work. It's like when you're in the office. There's a reason why when you have a day job, people go, right, no social media, you're on my time now. You need to adapt that to your own business. And it's really weird because we think Facebook is, like, social. And we're trying to use its business. You need to decide, are you going to approach it like a business or are you going to approach it like a social? Because if you're doing it for social, you can't use it for business. You cannot have the same. You can pretend to your clients it's like they're talking to you, like, on a chummy level, but you are still going it with business strategy. Show up, be present, and be consistent. That doesn't yeah. mean every single day, but when you say you're going to, you show up. 
Like I release a YouTube video every single week, normally on a Sunday about 8 a.m. If there isn't one, there's an announcement why there's not one. And it's always in a video. So technically I have made it. <laughs> Inception, a video and a video, a video explaining why there isn't a video. Exactly. <laughs> but I've showed up. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. All these people go, I don't know why my business is failing. The other thing is another business fails because you don't know your true costs. You know how to run your business, but you also have the outside costs. So I know that my studio needs to make this amount of money for me to cover everything that I use in that studio. So I need to I need to know how much that studio costs me. But actually my real costs are also the bills I have to pay. So I have to make sure that gets covered. And a lot of people don't understand that. And they're like, oh, how much is this going to cost me to make? And you ask people, well, they don't have your same financial setup. So there's no point asking them. Just sit down with a nitty gritty and work out the details. That's the hardest bit of running a business, knowing how much things cost. And then you'll know how much your value is and then you'll stop doing stuff for free. Yeah, I'm fine. I've had to start using a uh, Gantt chart to try and work out exactly how much time I'm... Allocate how much yeah. time, yeah. What Because... Uh, a, a Gantt chart, you basically just... Um, it's, you imagine just like some pips. Um, ah. Yeah. I, yeah. I know what you mean, yeah. You, people... People ask me to do stuff for free for them all the time. And it annoys me because I don't know anyone else who you would walk, hi, plumber, would you fix my plumbing for free? And he's like, no, pay me, I'm a skill. But people don't think it's good because they're so, they think that their little camera is the same. And then when they yeah. realize it's not, they then regret. Like the woman, came, high point, woman came to my studio recently and said, I'd like some headshots done for my business. I was like, brilliant. Let me talk about your business. I'm like, this is the cost. Oh no, that's too expensive. I'm like, well, unfortunately that's the cost it is. Because that is the effective cost. I mean, doing that product, the time I spend, it's not just in the studio, as you can imagine, it's away and editing, making it like you've had 15 hours sleep, blah, blah, blah. She went, I'll just go down the road. The guy who does it for 30 images, 50 quid. Why don't crack on? Have a great day. Wish you well. Two days later, she comes back. Uh, they're really rubbish. Uh-huh. What did you expect? Someone can edit 30 images for 50 quid and shoot them. And well, it was just in a hall. He 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 hired a hall. I went, yeah. And that hall's 15 pounds an hour to hire. So he, he how long was your shoot? Two hours. Wow, that's 30 quid. Boom, you he did 30 images for 20 quid. But he needs to cover his wages for that. And then a little bit on top, like maybe 10% for profit. That guy was actually effectively paying himself to do the job. It cost him to do your job. And then she came back and paid full price and was like, oh, great. Why would you not invest if you want people to invest in you? There's an image of what's going around online of saying it's, it, um, someone saying it's just, you're only taking what, um, one picture and it's a, pe- a photographer laying down on the ground with all the all equipment and that and saying about the, all the effort and whatnot in it. Yeah, yeah people don't realise. Uh, it's something to be like, to be a master at something it takes like, or to be an expert it takes like 10,000 hours or something, doesn't it? Or 100,000 hours, something weird like that. I haven't got up to that fire. I'm constantly know. learning. I'm constantly <laughs> yeah, changing. Always, always. New things come out. I'm always doing it. People don't... I mean, but I like the fact I must make it look so easy that they think it'll be cheaper. But like, even if I worked on minimum wage, which I'm not a minimum wage job because of the expenses, I constantly have to upgrade my kit. I have insurance to pay. I have contracts to do. The time in admin. Everyone's like, but it's just a wedding. You just shoot for one day. I have admin to do for that wedding. I don't just magically arrive. You know, I have contracts I have to fill in. I have data I have to collect. I have to negotiate meetings with you. Those have to be covered. I don't do them for free because I love you so much. You know, and then there's all the editing, but also there's all the insurance I have to have. But then the software I hire, or sorry, I use to to edit your images or to convert them from the massive, massive files that you'll never be able to open to the ones that you can, that costs me money. My computer needs upgrading every now and then. I have to factor that in and people don't see that. They don't. They just think I'm going to do them a favour because I must love them so much and I'll do it for free. 
I got asked by a friend if I would shoot her wedding for free. I didn't really know her too well. And I was a bit like, I was like, I'm sorry, whichever ones of your guests are giving you two weeks worth of their life for free. Oh, that's right. She just bought you napkin rings. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, my God. <laughs> You'd be surprised what people ask. Are you a photographer? I, I get invited to weddings and ask if I'll bring my camera. The moment I won my award for best wedding photographer in Northamptonshire, I don't know how well, yeah, one of the many awards that floats around for the wedding photography. Um, I... I found myself invited to a lot of weddings, a lot. And they were hiring, like, people who weren't, like, amazing photographers. They were, like, on their way up because everyone has a room to learn. And they were assuming I would just do the rest of the images they really liked for free. Because nothing makes me have so much fun, like, paying £200 for a hotel and a meal to sit down, stay sober so I can use my 10 grand's worth of equipment for five minutes at their wedding so they can have great wedding shots. Brilliant. Thanks, babe happens wow you'd be surprised i mean sometimes i do stuff for free because i i want to help a friend out but i can't always because it is taking money out of my my pocket and i have stuff that needs paying i do obviously we all have mates rates we don't we we all have yeah, the little yeah. cushion blow mates rates but not free <laughs> no well i think if your mates really love what you do they would want to pay yeah. you know and i've got some great friends who have sent me free product and you know what i make sure i I do a selfie with it if I really love it. If I don't love it, I'll tell them. I don't want them wasting their money sending me something. A company once sent me a lens to try and I said, I'm really sorry. I hate it. I'm just going to send it back. You don't want a bad review because I'm just not going to use it. I got given some clothes. They sent them to me in my PO box. I hadn't, wasn't aware that I was getting them. And they were, oh, it'd be great if you could review them. And I was like, you really don't want me to review them. They're awful. <laughs> I'm really honest. It's good to be honest. But if someone says, like, a big company sends me something, I will review it. I will. I'm very honest. I'm not going to hide it. People work really hard in this world to get a little bit of money. I ain't going to mislead them. I'm an honest reviewer. Well, nowadays, you can't. You have to be careful not to offend everybody. No, no, I don't care. Out. I'm joking. I do care. I, I, that's why you can't offend if you're being the truth and, and balanced truth. Don't just go, he's a dick. Like, you need to have justification for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't need it for Donald Trump. He does it all on his own. But, um, yeah. It's a master of that. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? He's masterful at being a knobhead. Thirty five is free. I'm never going to America now, am I? No, I've said that. <laughs> you yeah. ne you're never going to get through. Recycling. I always think it's really weird that his wife looks really unhappy to be stood next to him. She's like, oh, God, there he goes again. I reckon internal monologue. I, no, I'm sure it's love. No, I like to think Melania isn't that shallow. It was just for money. I think he's that shallow. I reckon Melania's internal monologue is just like, do you really want to hurt me? Do you really, really want to make me, me cry? cry? And I think she's just like, shut up. Just shut up, darling. Just shut up. I feel in love with you because you were really quite a nice man and now you're just an utter tool bag. You're, you're a giant using, what's it? You're using that amazing education you've got and making yourself look so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear recently that he's never... Oh, I was watching a, um, last week's episode of... Um, um, have I got news for you? And it, it, um, Donald Trump saying he's never drunk any alcohol in his life. What? He's huh. always at parties drinking. Maybe he like, or, or he no, that could be true. That could be true because he could be like what my friend does when she goes to parties, and I do this at weddings when they ask you to toast. I don't drink the alcohol. I let it go to my lip, and then I just don't use it. I don't really drink alcohol, so he it could be. Uh, I just oh god, alcohol I bet Melania is... drinks though. Jesus. Yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, she's probably got an old... Intravenous drip of it. <laughs> I need to be drunk for this shit to be okay. <laughs> Guess she gets into the White House. I don't mean that. Oh, I just... I hope whatever she is, she's happy. Because yeah. I wouldn't want to be in an unhappy marriage for anyone. 
I don't think anyone deserves that. It's like a fake worse than hell, isn't it? That'd be, do you know, I once dreamt that I was married to Donald Trump. I woke up in a cold sweat. I was so scared. It's like my worst nightmare. Not, and it was both, before he was president, by the way. I suppose if both of you go past a bush and it's only the head first, you wouldn't know who came, who's who. I just, you. I just don't get him. I just don't get him. I, I, it's almost like a, yeah, let's not talk about Donald Trump. The world's shit enough and there's enough going on in it that unfortunately he is a big problem, but there's more going on in the world. Yeah. And I just wish he would like go away. A bit that, like no. Kate Hopkins. Oh, I can't stand Kate Hopkins. I think he's going to do another term. Or at least um, he intends to do. What happened to Kennedy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. Don't kill anyone. That's just awful. I hope, well, everyone forgive Bill Clinton for not having sexual relations with that woman. Apparently, if he had said adultery. Jessica. No, wait. No, Monica Lewinsky. That was a Monica yeah. Apparently, if he had said he had not committed adultery, he wouldn't have been lying. Because mm-hmm. adultery is sexual intercourse. Oh, okay. They did anything but. Also, how grubby was she to keep that dress for that long without stain on it? Mm, girl needs to start hygiene. <laughs> Sorry. It's always yeah. this stuff that goes on in my... This is why my head is so busy. Yeah, well, I noticed you are... Kind of... we, we, we have noticed this. Yeah, my head is busy. I think... I'm really observant. I always get told off being too observant. And I also store a lot of information. So, yeah. I think for future, if you do appear on a future episode... You'll never have me back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is the same. It's the candy effect and... Yeah, it's a bit like there's a butterfly flapping its wings and a tsunami the other side. I'm the tsunami bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just... I, I love what I do for a living. I genuinely love it. Yes, it's really hard. And there are times when I think like I should have quit. And then... I do some great work. I work with a great charity. I volunteer for them. They run my baby. I won't go into the reasons of what that charity is about because it's really trigger horrible. Um, but it's an amazing charity. It gives me life, which is really bizarre because if you know what the charity is, you'll realise it's nothing about life. Um, and I do some great work. I met, oh, I had a client the other day. I've got to give a shout out to her. I won't say her name because of the nature of the shoot, but she was really nervous about having a photo shoot and her friend had bought it for her. And we're in Bristol we're on the top of this roof and there's an airstream out and this beautiful pair of ladies came up and they were like I want a photo shoot and I was like yeah great and she's like my friend's really nervous and by the end of it like she was shaking nervous by the end of it she was in a lingerie posing like an absolute badass and I was like that's why I do my job because that woman is so strong right now and she loves it we sent a little video of her to her partner and he was like boom get your ass home I want to tell you how much I love that video and you know what that's why I do my job because yeah. you know people want their wedding pictures when they cry or when they're just really proud of what they get that's why I love it and I I don't want to be the job I don't love if I don't like it why would I stay in it and that's why I find it really weird if you love a job why don't you give it everything and you'd be surprised how much everything is or how little you can do with such you can do so much with so little that's it show up yeah I'm going to make you do that every day show up Looking don't put stuff off because the life is so short your business is so short you have to this is why so many businesses i think fail because they stick with the same thing they stop showing up they stop being present they stop being the reason why people want to know them like when you look at churches the reason why they've lasted long is because they are dependable but they're never not far from your mind they've kept things the same but they've kept it different in the same light yeah. I love when they kick out, you know, the end of the work day and all these lemmings in beautiful brown come out and they're all buzzing and they're all excited. And I love it when I drive past them and they're on the cigarette breaks and they're all excited talking. I just feel like I've, I I love that. And I love, I've got a massive thing for men's tailoring. You might notice I wear a lot of men's watches. I wear a lot of men's shoes. I didn't notice. Oh yeah, I do. I wear a lot, a lot. 
and I love men's jackets to wear and I sometimes belt them as a dress. I love men's tailoring men's shoes and men's shoes because I started off shooting male photography, male portraiture and stuff. And um, I love it. And I, there's something about churches that makes me feel warm and fuzzy, but I know they're really modern because they keep their traditional, their bread and butters, like we spoke yeah. in the last episode, bread and butter yeah. products. But then they get the new stuff. So they've kept traditional but at the forefront. And I think that's what's great. So yeah, show up, be present and don't be forgotten. Yeah. Okay, are we done now? Yeah. This has gone on for ages. I want pizza. Do the shout outs. I've got three, but I do two and do the third person in, uh, in, a, in another episode. Sorry, it's a really bad Darth Vader with tonsillitis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first one is for the Bread and Butter Factory, a coffee, a coffee shop that's found on St. Giles' Street that offers you the experience of delivering a healthy and delicious lunch or catering order to, um, to your building anywhere within the Northampton area for free, available North, North, um, Monday to Friday. My bonfire connection to there is I've got some frames and mounted liner cut prints, one of a high heel shoe, what's, well, I chose because it's not far away from the Northampton Shoe Museum and a handbag print. Both of them are not available anywhere else. Can I redo that for you? Of course, yeah. Because that's waffly. I'm sorry. Hi, I love the Bread and Butter Factory. I have frequented it myself because I saw it on your Instagram. It's a coffee shop that offers you the convenience of delivering a healthy and delicious lunch, but also catering direct to you in your workplace. That's brilliant. So you can pick them up. You've got a work meeting. You want to get these guys. You give everyone who, because we are more health conscious as the years go on. Um, well, it's available Monday to Friday. So perfect for the working week. Yes. Uh, you have some amazing work already up there, framed, looking amazing. I know there is a shoe, but that's the link to Northampton, not just the shoe museum, as you yeah. kindly put it. And also a handbag that is the only print in that place. You can't find it anywhere else in any other places. Yeah. So that is the Bread and Butter Factory. If you love it, go onto his Instagram because he put a lovely picture of you having food there. Yes. Which is why yeah. I know about it now. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't that more fun? It was. That's better. I need to. I'm Stop. learning a lot. You have you. This is you, right? This is right. Imagine what I said about you. Fifty. You can cut all this out. The fifteen percent is lost. For best to keep it in this area. The fifteen percent is lost because you're you you. This is your domain. I've been invited yeah. into your lair, so you yeah. should be like, hey, everybody. Nice. Not like channel your inner uh, Rob. Uh, what's his name? Robin Williams. You know, morning Vietnam. You've got to be buzzy. Be excited because if you're not excited, people don't know why they should be excited about you. You love what you do. So what's this one? Coconut blush. What's coconut blush? Tell me what it is. Just tell me without looking. Tell me what it is. <laughs> a small business that produces um, skin products. Okay. Oh, it's made in the Lake District. Okay. And what's its connection to Northampton then? There's no connection to Northampton. Okay. But she delivers worldwide? She delivers worldwide, yeah. Yeah. And her name is Jane Malcolm? Yes. And why do you love it? Because it's something different. It's going to be a great gift and... Um, obviously perfect Christmas or for your mum right so what you say then is hey so our next shout out goes to an amazing industry uh, sorry our next shout out goes to an amazing business that is run by the wonderful Jane Malcolm is in the Peak District is it or the Lake District Peak District in the heart off. of the Peak District handmade I believe natural soaps and skincare which is all the rage right now so great for those Christmas presents get them in early because you know she's going to be inundated with orders and you can find out more at coconutblush.co.uk and all the social medias as usual yep. make sure you let her know you heard it here first and holler to her if she's listening Boom done. I will Sound passionate. If you read like this. It's, it's fun to read like A this. coffee shop that offers the convenience I'm of delivering sorry. healthy and delicious lunches or catering order directly. I think you your... keep this in like this. This is what I mean. Like you you want people want shout outs if you're passionate. They want to feel that you are like buzzing. Yeah. This is why I worked on a radio station. Yes. 
and I think that's all for this episode and for um, thanks for inviting me and anno- and let me annoy you for like the last three hours. Oh, oh no, for yeah. the yeah for the two episodes yeah four hours now. <laughs> Feels like it. I won't even tell you how much I've had to put on a painted smile. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've been Matthew, aka Bonfire Chair. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and more about me at bonfirechair.com. Wait, and did you hear how more passionate he was then? I did. So I'm talking about myself. Don't but joke. then be, yeah, so I'm this is good. No, don't joke. Be passionate. Be proud. That whole business has come from you. I'd be proud. I'm I'm my friend Bonfire Cherry. It's the best place to get your Christmas gifts. Get them in early. The orders are flying out the door. Look at that. I like that. By the way, I need to put in an order for my Christmas presents. Sorry. Yes. Thanks for my new tote bag. Oh, it's all right. You're welcome. It's my third one. I know. No, my fourth. Four. No. Third, third. Third. I've got third. all the same prints, but I love them. <laughs> well, this being a new They version. fit my albums brilliantly. I Carry know. on. That's Sorry. And yeah, Dean, the co-host. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm Dean from DG Web Consultancy. Uh, you can find me at... On Sorry, Twitter. can I ask what does Web Consultancy do? Because you keep saying it and I have no idea. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's web design, web with. services, um, and everything else in between. What's your speciality in particular? Are you running any offers right now? My speciality is um, small businesses. Same. Small businesses. Yeah, and who have you done web design for? I've done web design for phone roof, for um, image copy print. Uh, they don't actually have websites trading under that name. You know, it's banana print. Um, yeah. I've been working on projects like Moomoo. Um, Moomoo is in yeah. the brand Moomoo, as in the coffee, the the the, the restaurant. No, no, no. It's a, a web design. Um, it's a it's a web builder actually. Web builder service working on. Oh, oh, I know yes. what you're about. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Also, Montague Jeffrey. Oh, I love Montague Jeffrey. Yeah. I love Montague. I get my stuff tailored there. I love the gentleman in there. The tailor. Oh, right. Hey, pa- uh, Sean. Or... Older gentleman, very tall. Patrick. Maybe. Yeah. I always buy. Hey, Does he have glasses? Yes. Yeah, that's Patrick. Oh, is it? I love him. I go in there. Please. By the way, Montague Jeffrey, can I just say holla to Montague Jeffrey because I love going past their window display because you have the traditional on the, the swan's corner, don't you? Yeah. And then when you go in the front, it's all the crazy business time. And I love it. The moment they got the skulls in. <laughs> and that's a great place for showing you get your bread and butter traditional. And another thing is they don't bat an eyelid when I go in there to buy stuff for myself, even though it's a men's tailoring shop, that the guy is so forthcoming. He's like, yeah, yeah. I said, if I bet with this with a dress, would it look great? He's like, oh, perfect. Perfect. Doesn't bat an eyelid. Doesn't yeah. mind. I feel like I'm seeing scars everywhere. Monica Jeffrey in Market Harbour. That shop. Uh, oh, my friend yeah. uh, Rosemary owns uh, Hanworth Interiors. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I love her. Shout out to her. She's lovely. Yeah. Sorry. I. I just. Yeah. yeah I just wanted to know what it was because I think people will probably like. Yeah. Web design. Whatever. You can just tell them. Yeah. I don't know if I need to work on the brand and. See your brand more. Yeah. Both of us need to um, learn a bit more since... Well, you only learn if you meet people and you network and you invest, so That's don't worry about that. Th- yeah, pros of networking. I think the themes definitely show up. Yeah, and also, when it comes to your company, if people don't know what you're doing, you could actually put a webinar for small business to ask web questions. Yeah, that's crossed my mind. Yeah, well, if it's crossed your mind, show up and do it. <laughs> show up, damn it. <laughs> Why don't you do a YouTube live stream of it? Yeah. It's more interactive than Facebook, I found. Yeah. Plus, people can watch it from the phone in their gym. I'm just saying. Oh. You can do that with Facebook as well. Yeah, um. the Facebook one's really clunky, though. We found that it cuts itself off real quick. But it's a good idea. I'm just saying, for small businesses, you know, and how, especially with small businesses who need to do, like, integrations with, like, the social media and they want it up. Like, I need to do a whole new website for mine. I keep going off to Squarespace, but I'm not quite sure yet. Because right. I'm really fussy. I like really clean because my work speaks for itself. Boo! <laughs> and uh, I love my blog. I love blogging. 
And so, yeah, so I just want it to be, and I want to have a shop as well in it. So Squarespace is where it's at, apparently. Shopify so, is good as well. That's why. Yeah, use. but it's not built for my platform, True. for what I do. It needs to be highly image conscious. So. Fair enough. So, yeah, that's what you do. So I'm Candy. I own photography, Candy Photography here in Northampton. I'm also a Bellis performer, goes around the world, blah, 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 and in a movie. But I also teach social media marketing and business planning. Look at that. I've, and I've just proven what I do. Definitely. Shocking. Better than, than us to have done. <laughs> but do you know what? I was in the same position you were but until somebody else did what I'm doing to you now. Annoying the tits off you. But also I read a lot and I made notes and I wasn't afraid to go and ask silly questions. And there is a lot on YouTube that is like Jasmine Star. Yeah. Highly recommend you just watch Jasmine Star. Like seriously, Jasmine Star. Uh, Jason Linnea is for photography, I realise, but there's some great business ones on there. And I, Jasmine just gives you the whole thing to show up. But there's great business on it. And don't fall into the trap when you pay for fortune. I've got some great books on marketing in a week and they're great. But also remember, once you've got a book, it's already out of date anyway. Thanks for listening. If you're still awake, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. We did it. We're done. Hey. Sorry. Is that the longest one you've ever done? I think it was. Yes. Sorry. You're going to be editing that for a long time. <laughs>